which truly is good news. Good news because there's real power in Christ to live the truth. Do the church and yourself a favor. Read and reread this book. Encourage everyone you know to do the same. If you want to do something about the vocation crisis, you can begin right here. Charles J. Chaput, OFM, Capuchin, Archbishop of Denver, Colorado. Introduction Man cannot live without love. He remains a being that is incomprehensible for himself. His life is senseless if love is not revealed to him, if he does not encounter love, if he does not experience it and make it his own, if he does not participate intimately in it. This is why Christ the Redeemer fully reveals man to himself. Pope John Paul II Growing up in the Catholic Church in the 1970s and 80s, I had plenty of questions about and objections to the Church's teachings on sex and marriage. When my hormones kicked in, just about everything I'd been taught about staying pure went out the window. Over the next several years, though, my sexual behavior would take its toll on me. As a freshman in college, I found myself deeply and painfully confused about my own identity as a man. I couldn't deny the fact that I'd brought much of this pain and confusion upon myself through my sexual attitudes and behaviors. The rampant promiscuity of college dorm life only served to magnify the meaninglessness of it all. The stories of sexual conquest that we all shared and no doubt exaggerated as freshman guys made me think more and more about the ugliness of which men are capable. For every conquest, there was a woman on the other end, used and discarded. But no one seemed to care. It all came to a head for me the night I witnessed a date rape in one of the dorms. This was a Catholic college, by the way. The experience haunted me. How could a man treat a woman as nothing but a thing for his sexual kicks? But the more I asked myself this question in reference to what I'd witnessed, the more I knew I had to direct the same question toward myself. I've never raped anybody, I thought. But am I much different from that guy in the way I've treated women in my own thoughts and attitudes? Don't I also use my girlfriend for my sexual kicks? When I was finally honest with myself, I had to conclude that I wasn't much better than the rapist. In this time of deep soul-searching, I became angry with God. You gave me these hormones, I insisted. They seem to be getting me and everybody else I know in a heck of a lot of trouble. What am I supposed to do with them? I want to know the truth. What's this sex thing all about? What does it mean to be a man? That prayer set me on a quest to discover the truth about sex. Christ said, Seek and you will find. Matthew 7, verse 7. So I sought. To make a long story short, what I ultimately found were the writings of Pope John Paul II. Here is a man who has rethought and represented the teachings of the Church on sex and marriage with profound insight and great originality. His work sets the stage for a new sexual revolution that promises to deliver what its precursor couldn't, the true satisfaction of the desire that drives us all to love and be loved. In fact, John Paul's contributions to the Church's teachings on sex and marriage are so vast that over two-thirds of what the Catholic Church has ever said on these subjects has come from his pontificate. Yet, his work is virtually unknown to the average Catholic. 
when his insights are given the recognition they deserve, our world will see the restoration of marriage and the family and the building of a true culture of life. This, I believe, will be the new springtime of which he so often speaks. In the space of a few months, I devoured the Holy Father's Theology of the Body, his apostolic exhortation on the Christian family in the modern world, Familiaris Consortio, and his book, Love and Responsibility. What I read dissected my heart. Somehow, this celibate old pontiff was able to put his finger on the deepest stirrings of my being and help me make sense out of them. He was able to explain the whys behind the whats of Catholic teaching in a way that showed the profound beauty of God's reason for creating us male and female in the first place. He radically altered the way I saw myself as a man, the way I looked upon women, the way I understood the church and God.